Hello, friend. It's me, Colton, along with my boy, Tavares. Say, what's up? Okay. You don't have to, I guess. <laughs> nah, I'm just playing what's up. <laughs> I was trying to want to see what your reaction would be. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was like, all right. <laughs> but Mr. Robot Episode 3 came out. Episode 3. I'm excited. Because this was another really good episode. This, this was honestly, like, I felt like, so there's this weird thing that you can do sometimes with the story. And it's like, you can have something right before it that just primes you for the entire episode. And it, it, you, it either lands or it doesn't. Yeah. And I felt like this episode was a good example it, it, of that. It was a perfect landing. Yeah. It did very well. We'll jump right in, shall we? We open on a meeting in 1982, hosted at IBM, with a young Zhang and his uh, translator slash right hand man slash fuck buddy. As uh, IBM is discussing business, Zhang and his partner are speaking their language so that nobody else can understand. <laughs> They're like, honestly, this is dope. Yeah, I, I fucked with it heavy. <laughs> they made plans for a date and shit. Yeah, and they were, and they were just talking shit. They're just like dumbass Americans. <laughs> like at the end, he got he goes, "I look forward to stealing all of your intellectual property." <laughs> <laughs> and like the other dude actually works for that company. Oh, like. absolutely. <laughs> and it was hilarious. <laughs> but uh, next we get a uh, Zhang and his uh, partner scantily clad upon the bed. Where they're asking a bunch of little questions, like, what's your favorite color, and stuff like that. And uh, his, uh, his partner asks, mountains or ocean? Zhang replies, wherever you are. <laughs> I was like, aw. Like he was good. Yeah. <laughs> he was. And uh, in response, he goes, ocean, there are still undis- undiscovered worlds below the surface. Mm. And I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. That's a little bit of an on-the-nose nod there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh that obviously to the Washington Township plant. Uh, next, we get a flash of a TV screen in their room, which is a, uh, which is showing a uh, MTV playing a music video for "Time" by Culture Club, whose lead singer was Boy George, a famously bisexual man who dressed like a woman. Mm-hmm. Which another nice little nod to what's to come. That's good writing. It is really good writing, and it's it's simple enough that you're like, okay, that was really obvious, mm-hmm. but. It, it was meaningful. Yeah, all right. At the same right, time, exactly. It's it's guiding you along, letting you know like this is this what's is, happening. This is yes, what's happening. Um, uh, his partner looks at him and says, "Your fortune says that uh, with closing the IBM deal, you'll surely be named the next ambassador to the U.S., which means we can finally live here and be who we are." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Aw." And you know what's funny about this story is it almost seems like. It seems like we've, you know, built this very long, convoluted-ass story. Oh, Not for to say sure. that it's bad, of course, but, um, and it, it, it's kind of, it, it feels like, you know, season four, like, you're expecting to be like, all right, so these are, like, the, this is why we did this. Like, this is what I was trying to convey. Mm-hmm. And it's funny, because it seems like it's, like, <clears throat> like, telling America that it's contradicted itself. It's, like, just straight up being like it's it's get, like if you know like this is how this story started and look at where we are now. yeah like this is a completely new world right 
we've transported completely while still staying the course somehow. Mm -hmm. And it just feels right. Yeah, it does. Uh, After his partner says this, his uh, watch beeps twice like we are all too familiar with. The beep, beep. I was like... "Mm." And so, like, you you, you and, like, so, like, Zhang's old partner wore that watch, and I'm assuming he took on that. Took that watch, yeah. Yeah. And he also told him, he said, you and that damn watch. (laughs) And I was like, oh, Mm, man. Yeah. This really fucked you up, huh? Yo, (laughs) I, like... I didn't hate either of them. Like, I mean, I know, like, the type of people they are, like, like you know. Or maybe not, they might not have been that at that point in time, but, like, the type of people they're going to be, how ruthless they would be. But, like, I don't know. I just, like, I felt like I fucked with them. I did, too. Yeah. Like, they seemed like they were just dudes with ambition. Yeah. And I liked it. I respected it. I respected it. Uh... When his partner gets out of the shower and he's all ready to get to their meeting, he finds Jane still in a robe, and uh, he tells tells Jane uh, Jane says to go to the meeting without him. Mm-hmm. It's like fuck it, I'll stay here finish up reports, you know, which is a lie. You gonna get all sexy, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we get another beep of the watch there, and uh, another glimpse into who may have been the most formative and turning Zhi Zhang to White Rose. Yeah. We watch as a dude goes off to the meeting, and then two hours passes by, uh, and he's now arriving back at the apartment. He walks in and hears, uh, leave the light off. When he looks up, he sees the silhouette of a long, voluptuous head of hair. And Zhang is speaking to him, saying, there's something I've been meaning to tell you for a while. I've put it off. This was my mother's dress. It's simple, but I always thought it was elegant. I was like, that is a, that's a nice dress. Yeah. <laughs> it was a nice dress. It was a nice dress. Uh, G tells her partner that she's a woman, and he calls her beautiful. I was like, aw. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, he ride or die. He's like, <laughs> he's like I, don't, I don't care. I don't care. Boy, girl, <laughs> I love you, cuz. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the camera zooms on the watch he's wearing as they kiss, and it again zooms out as the same watch is on White Rose now in 2019. <clears throat> or, I can't remember. They're like a couple years no, behind us, but are, no, I think so. I think so. they're in real time. Oh, really? I'm pretty sure because um, I remember in 2015 that was, yeah, because that was right before Trump won. And that's why, or like that's when Trump started running. And I remember like season one, that was something that they made a lot of like references, references to. Like, yeah. And they made an explicit <clears throat> reference in, like, the early season two, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, to him actually fucking winning. <laughs> yeah, he was, like, he was like, yo, I need you. He said uh, to that re- reporter dude who had uh-huh. his own TV show, Zhang was like, yo, I need you to support this dude. Oh, he'll yeah. Be easy, he'll be oh, easy shit. to control. He's a and fucking he, idiot. He was like, are you serious? What the fuck? He's like, this dude's not going to win. <laughs> this guy's a fucking idiot. Yeah. How could we fucking let this happen? Yeah. <laughs> And I was just like, well, <laughs> here we are. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's uh, White Rose is hanging up the dress that he was wearing then and says, this is what I'll be wearing the day we ship, the day we begin to build a new world. I was like, damn. Like, all of this started, started there. Yeah. Like, we're... 
And like you were saying earlier, we got this giant convoluted story that's just like massive at this point. But they made this point so concise that we got every single bit of motivation from Jinshay. Like we understand him or White Rose Herd now. Right. And it's it's almost like the the understanding. You know, there's like kind of the Marvel movies made this idea of uh, understanding the villain seem like something you know, endemic to them and like mm-hmm. novel about how they were writing their movies. But when you think about it, any good story in any good story, you should understand each character and like their importance. And considering that the villain stands directly opposite the, the, the protagonist, yeah. you should understand them equally as well. Yeah. Because that, that makes the story more interesting. Yeah. We talked about this last week a little bit about how every every good story has a compelling <clears throat> villain. Right. If there's not a compelling villain, then it's not really worth the shit. Right, right. Because it's like there's no con- there's no conflict there. That's where yeah. the conflict comes from is from you having to be like, damn, I kind of feel like I f- kind of feel Zhang, but at the same time understand like Elliot being like, fuck this shit. We got to kill White Rose like it's I now understand or never. That. Like, <laughs> yeah, right. I'm like I get it. Yeah. <laughs> He's really fucking shit up. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but next, White Rose's current right-hand woman says, we still have matters to discuss. For example, Freddie Lomax, that cartoon character motherfucker you call a lawyer. The person he met with escaped after compromising Grand Central surveillance system. Which, I didn't really think about, like, how simple Elliot makes this shit look. That's not easy. Yeah. That is an entire train station. Exactly. World-famous train station that he fucked with. Yeah, no, that shit was actually fucking wild. I still don't get how they did the, uh, like, Mr. Robot was so far away from Elliot. Like, it was him watching those cameras. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Shit, okay, yeah, you're yeah. right. You're right. I'll, th- that's, that's, that's just, like, a good, like... That's just such good writing because, like, otherwise that wouldn't be as impactful. Right. Like, like you remember that scene for, like, Mr. Robot being on, like, his, like, fucking Jason Bourne shit. Like, yes. literally that was a scene from Jason Bourne, like, where he was in the, a, a crowded-ass area standing mm-hmm. behind someone where they couldn't see, or, like, in the crowd directly. Like, that was, like, iconic. Yeah. To me. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> To me. I don't know about y'all. Yeah. I'll fuck with Jason Bourne. I'll fuck with Jason Bourne. I swear to God, Jason Bourne. Jesus is- Christ, it's Jason Bourne. <laughs> it's my favorite quote. <laughs> it is the, the the standard when you talk about a detector, like a spy movie. Spy a, action a movie. Deep cover Like when we're spy. talking like Mission Impossible. Yeah. We're talking yeah. uh, John Wick. This type of I shit. I actually haven't watched John Wick yet. I gotta watch oh, fucking that. John I'm trying Wick, to get into bro. As soon as I get some free time, I'm trying to get into watch. Like just bunk. I like, I got a, I got a, a brother who's got all the movies. So I'm like. Oh, fuck yeah. You got it. Yeah. You got um, it. But, yeah. uh, but Jason Bourne. Jason Bourne. Fuck with dope. Jason Bourne. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Mr. Robot, Mr. Robot is still happening. <laughs> yeah, no, but that scene just like that, that, that was good. The the next thing that happens is the uh, the right hand woman poses the idea that Price's demands coming at the same time as Elliot's actions cannot be a coincidence, which I felt was pretty obvious. Yeah, but I'm glad White Rose caught on here. This makes it a little bit more fun. Yeah. White Rose tells her to uh, decline Price's demands and uh, keep surveillance on Elliot. Uh, the right-hand woman says, "We will figure this. We will figure this out, Minister Zhang. It will just take patience." We get like a fucking long-ass memory here, 
and I like the way they wrapped it up at the end because I was Yo. like, wait a second, why are we here? I oh yeah, know. that's how that started. <laughs> yeah, it's wild, isn't it? But uh, it was like they told two different stories, just like parallel, parallel, perfectly parallel. But it so the way that I'm conceptualizing this is in terms of there being something like literally in the past, right? Like mm -hmm. something, a course of events unfolding literally in the past. The way that they build this as a course of events, f like unfolding in present time, like real time, running like not not even parallel. I'd argue, Chris, like yeah, they are intersecting completely with with it. It's just like, who does that? It's perfect writing. Who does that? You could argue, and like t ties it up thematically as well as as like in terms of like what's happening. You know what I mean? Like telling two distinct stories. I, it is definitely impressive, and this is Mr. Robot is definitely on a much better scale for me. Mm -hmm. But Arrow did that a lot for oh, the first shit. several seasons. Yeah, yeah they, and it was it was pretty well done. Yeah, it, it wasn't was. as impactful as this so, was, but it it was effective. Yeah, yeah, that was that was something else. Like, that's actually a good example of like uh, another TV show that does that. But I feel like they did it in a much different way. But it was it was just as impactful for them yeah. for what they needed. Like that's why people love Arrow. Like oh for sure because of how they did that. But it was in a very like comic booky way mm -hmm. that was uh, fulfilling. Yes, it was. But uh, the memory that Zhang has, it's uh, he's back at a wedding reception, one that is for his partner and a woman that uh, he does not love, but is being forced to marry. When they meet in his dressing room, the groom spills his guts and says, oh, when can we leave this miserable country? To which Zhang responds, oh, let's talk about all that later. And groom's like, yo, what the fuck? No. <laughs> Wait. You didn't get the shits, did you? And he's like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> he assures him that now this is giving him more power in Beijing. But uh, homie's not having that. He said, uh, how do you expect me to continue living in this place that sees who we are is forbidden. Who says who we are is forbidden. He said, uh, then Zhang responded, I trusted you in knowing everything about me. Now trust me, I promise I'm going to make this world a better place for us. I mean... I, I, I'm interested now. It, it's gotta... It's, so, like, this has got to be... Whatever Xi's idea is for a better world. At or at the core of whatever that is. Yeah. Um What I don't I, I don't know what it could what be though. Project. God, why the fuck? I don't even think we've gotten any real like, allusions to what this project other than I bet is. we have and we don't know yet. I bet no, we, we have we definitely have. It's Mr. Robot. We we definitely have. Yeah, we have. But I mean I have no clue what it could be. Because his whole thing is power. He wants to rule. Yes. It doesn't seem like it's a revenge thing. He's not getting back at anybody. He's not going out here and going to, like, kill half the people. Right. Like, he's not Thanosing this bitch. Yeah. You know? he's He wants to be able to rule over everybody. So maybe that's why he thinks he could have a better life for them. Because literally he could control everybody else. Yeah. But what could that possibly be in a project that has to be shipped? Exactly. Like, 
what the fuck is this thing? At is first it, I was is like, it is like, this like a big ass is it tank like, or some is shit? Is it just like, like a giant like machine that controls collective consciousness <laughs> and is like Zhang is your ruler? Like what if, White Rose is your ruler? What if it was? I'd be kind of pissed. I'd be extremely disappointed. <laughs> that would be such a stupid sci-fi I'd be kinda, ending to I'd this. I'd be kind of pissed. I'm not gonna lie. I'd be like all of that for this. Like I don't give a fuck how you explain this. Fuck, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> fuck that. <laughs> but uh, uh, so he assured him that he is going to have uh, more power in Beijing, and uh, he says, "How do you expect me to live in this country?" Who says we are forbidden? And then uh, they kiss. G exits. On his way out, the groom grabs a knife. Says G. I could tell the whole time. Oh, yeah. Something was about to happen. He brought him white roses at the beginning. I was like, all right. Mm -hmm. He just said the flower of death. Yeah. Come on. Come on. What's about to happen? Grabs the knife. Says G. G looks back. This world will never be good enough. He slits his own throat and collapses. When she runs to his aid, we see as the camera pans to the body that there are blood-spattered white roses sitting on the table that he grabbed the knife from. And with the focus on these bloodied flowers, we get the Mr. Robot title screen. This is all the intro. That was all the intro. I mean... Uh, <laughs> it's just fucking great. This show. Just a super nut moment. <laughs> we return from the memory that Jang was having, and I was like, oh yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what we left earlier. Yeah. That just got so fucking intense. <laughs> we return, and Jang says, you know what? No. <laughs> Give Philip what he wants. Fuck this shit. <laughs> says that the best way to shake up somebody is to disrupt their timeline. We will not wait for them to make a mistake. We will force them into one. I was like, damn, this man's maniacal as fuck. Yeah. I mean, that was his, that was his partner's um, message. Like, yeah. I mean, if you're, what, what did he, what was the quote about patience? That, has that come yet? Um, when he says, like, if you're, if you're being told to be patient, like, you're, like, I can't remember what the fuck. Shit, I can't remember it either, but I know, you what, know you're what you're talking, talking about. Okay. Yeah, I think we talked about it a second ago. Damn. That was, that was a good quote. That was a good quote. <laughs> <laughs> um, shit, I lost my place in my notes. <laughs> All right, we're good. We're good. We're good. So he says, give Philip what he wants. Best way is to force them into mistake, right? Mm -hmm. He says that the Deus group is to meet tomorrow and that he's officially run the fuck out of patience. When his right-hand woman says, you realize when he resigns that you will have no E-Corp CEO, Zhang really quickly immediately says Wellick and I was like yo I was like Phew. I was like finally I'm I kind of miss Tyrell in this I, story I man super, I, yo yeah, I will get to it <laughs> he says call Tyrell Wellick and offer him the CEO position I was like call that man up say yo you trying to be the CEO tell him you speak for White Rose I have no doubt he'll accept White Rose well White Rose knows he's working with him. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> the next scene is an aerial view of the streets where we have Mr. Robot giving a narration. You ever play Russian roulette? They say once you pull the trigger, it changes you. You can't go back to who you were before you heard that infamous click. 
the sound of cheating death. We've been so lucky so far, but I can't shake the feeling that there's a barrel pointed at us and we're running out of chances to get that empty chamber. I was like, damn, that is exquisite writing. That shit. All this worry is about Vera. Every time that robot tried to talk to Elliot about it, he puts up a wall. Vera is going to find them eventually. Robot just hopes they're prepared when he does. And where this storyline is headed, I fucking love it. And I knew, like, I remember when Shayla died in season one, I was like, this feels, like, more impactful than I thought it would be for Elliot. Like, yeah, like, I didn't expect is, it to shake him up as much yeah, as it did. Yeah, me too. But, I mean... And it, it, it made me think naturally, like, this is going to impact him again down the line. Somehow. Oh, for sure. And... Boy, it fucking did. It did. Uh, we get a nice little run-in. Hey, uh... It's awkward as shit. Very. Elliot and his former therapist. Oh, yeah, yeah. Here we learn that Elliot has been attempting to reach out to her, and she says that they cannot have any more contact under any circumstance. He says, you don't understand. I'm doing better. I'm talking to Mr. Robot just like you always said I should. I'm finally making real progress. Yeah. And she yells, I don't feel safe around you. <laughs> Dagger to the fucking heart. Yeah, I right. was like, yo, that hurt me. Yeah. And like, it, it the she way was... it fucked Elliot up and the way Vera later knows the way it fucked Elliot up. Yeah. I was like, yo, maybe they should work together. <laughs> 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 Honestly, that was like I was like very in touch with his emotions and shit. Yeah, like, like I, I can't, like as fucked up as the dude is, he's about as chill as a criminal, can get, yeah, as a fucking murderous dude can get. Honestly, and I, I fucking despise him, but like, I don't know. Yeah, there's nah. something about him. <laughs> it's it's weird, isn't it? It's it's he's kind of like uh, Captain Cold. He's yeah, he is kind of like Captain like Cold. Captain Cold on a Mister Robot level, obviously. Yeah, for sure. Just a lot more fucked up and still manages to make you like him. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Elliot looked crushed. Looked like a puppy that just got fucking kicked. Yeah. And, uh, he was like, I wasn't asking you to treat me again. I just wanted to say thank you for helping me. And I was <laughs> like, man, no. you milked the fuck out of that, Elliot. Yeah, you did. <laughs> you Yo, really Elliot made was, that. Elliot was smooth. I'm not he said, he said, I wasn't asking you to treat me again. <laughs> I want to say thank you for helping me. He said it's so sweet, too. He did. And I was like, aw. She's just like, get out of my face. <laughs> <laughs> and then we uh, get that uh, dude who walks up into the frame, and he's like, he's everything like, okay? He's like looking at it. He's looking up. He's looking up. He's like, whoa. Looked like he was following Elliot, black dude. And he was following Oh, Elliot. yeah, yeah. Yeah, he definitely was. We open the next scene at All Safe, with Darlene informing Elliot that uh, Olivia Cortez was Susan Jacobs' contact at uh, Cypress National, and that she's their way in. Darlene tells Elliot that it's fitting they're back in All Safe. It's where it all started. No better place to see it all end. And Elliot brushes it off like it was just a building he knew that had the right stuff he needed. <laughs> and I was like, "All right, yeah, all right, buddy. You're not there because this is where Angela was. Yeah, like this is this is a personal crusade, buddy. Yeah, exactly." He just doesn't want to acknowledge it. What I also noticed is the office was a uh, had had more of a blue overtone for the first time all season, as opposed to the yellow overtone it's had. Oh yeah, yeah. It was like really like a gloomy ass blue, uh-huh. and it really made sense here in a second. Yeah. But, like the overtones for this were just extremely sad. Yeah, they were. 
I mean, it's Mr. Robot. Yeah, and then when uh, Elliot tells Darlene... I'm not, I'm not gonna lie, though. Like, this episode especially, like, you notice they put it the little blurb and the credits with the... Uh, uh, if, you, if you're having, uh, like, depressive thoughts and shit, like, this episode was just, like, very sad. Like, sadly filmed. Well, and sad in a general. Yeah, and just the... It was very heavy. It was. Like, content, like, matter. Like, the shit was, like... Yeah, it was. I, I also put that it felt, like, kind of ominous at the same time. Yeah. Like, it was just kind of like... It, it definitely God, was. God, this is headed nowhere, and I don't like it. And yeah. I'm sad. I'm <laughs> sad. I'm sad now. When Elliot tells Darlene that he plans on breaking into her place, Darlene says that she'll do it. And Elliot tells Mr. Robot to talk some sense into her. He's like... I like how he's kind of made Mr. Robot yeah. be the one who deals with her emotions. Yeah. He's like, he's like, Jesus Christ, fucking get her. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, when this uh, fails and Darling blows past Robot, Elliot grabs her and says that she's not going. And Darling says that he's hurting her, to which he responds, I know. <laughs> she's really fucking shook up. She's like, is this you? And he's like, he's like, uh, yeah, bitch. It is me. <laughs> <laughs> Darling says this is what always happens. It's one step, to- one step forward, ten fucking steps back, in her words. Elliot walks away. That's kind of cold. <laughs> <laughs> but not without first saying that he shouldn't have opened the door when she got back into town. He was like, yo, I should have never fucking said <laughs> You should have never came back. I yeah. fucking hate you. <laughs> was, yeah, yeah, you know, they get into it. I was like, damn, man, that's kind of cold. He was like, I just wish I wouldn't have fucking opened the door when you got back into town. Like, that's cold. That's cold as fuck. This man did not care. Yo, he was being it's all petty about the fucking all mission. Episodes. It's all about the mission. <laughs> fuck with it, though. <laughs> Robot addresses us again as they break into Olivia's place. He says, there's no word for it, you know. There's, orf- there's orphan, widow, widower. So what do you call someone who's lost everyone? Mom, dad, sister, girlfriend, friend, survivor, or a walking time bomb? This shit, man. He this says that, shit. Ugh. This shit. It's so heavy. It was heavy, like, the entire yeah. time. He says that Elliot is thinking if he restricts as- access, then he won't be vulnerable to anybody, you know? Yeah. He'll close himself off to everybody. Nobody will give a shit. Mm-hmm. Continues to say, but if you don't let anyone in, then what's the point of this life shit, you know? What's the point? If you ha- if you don't have people around you that you care about. I mean. You're right. In my opinion. These the questions. These is the questions. The nice intense music builds like some shit's about to happen as Elliot searches and he finds a bottle of Oxycontin. The music suspends and now there's this uh, suspenseful sort of sound. Mm-hmm. It was like ominous. It was like boom, boom. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> Elliot picks a locked drawer inside. He finds her work computer, what appears to be her Cypress National Bank computer. Mm-hmm. He hacks in, and then he got a, a shot of Robot and her personal computer saying, there's nothing about Cypress National, but I've sure learned a lot about this Evan guy she's on a date with. His name is Evan, for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> I was like... Mr. Robot is just, like, always, like... His name, some it, shit. his name is Evan, for fuck's sake. And that's just such a Mr. Robot comment. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I fucking loved it. <laughs> Elliot was hacking his ass off until he came to a point where the only thing that would give him access is a key fob that is kept on her person. 
Robot and Elliot go back and forth as to how the fuck they're going to get it. And they come to a silence where Elliot opens the laptop and looks at this picture of Evan. We are next at the restaurant, where Elliot is stalking Olivia, and she's been stood up. I'm assuming that Elliot did something to make him late? Uh, I don't even know. Honestly. Or was that just I a just, coincidence? I, I, I wasn't sure. I just kind of thought it was a coincidence when I watched it, but I mean, maybe he did. I really liked this dynamic coming up, too. Oh, yeah. no. I like, fucked with it heavy. It I liked dope. them a lot. I didn't think Elliot was going to come through. I didn't either, and he really did. He we'll get to it, shit. though. We'll but, like, it. honestly, did he? Like, with uh, Yeah, we'll get to it. Uh, he didn't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we're at the restaurant, and Olivia's been stood up, and uh, Elliot tells Robot that Olivia's a junkie, and that if she gets caught up using again, she's going to lose her kids. Mr. Robot doesn't like that. He's like, how about you just, like, go talk to her and he's like you know what you know how this shit goes <laughs> he's like you know how this goes she he walks up to her he goes i'm sorry <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> and after a long uncomfortable staring match he says you're gonna want to sit back down <laughs> and she says why and mr robot pulls up smooth as fucking smooth ever as hell and he says because i'll be buying you a drink <laughs> <laughs> and when she turns it down robot again smooth as fucking <laughs> ever yeah. He says, it's none of my business, but I saw that you were stood up. The guy's clearly a sack of shit. <laughs> to make up for those of us who have wronged you, I'm buying you a drink. I was like, okay. okay. Mm. This, she can't turn down. Yeah. <laughs> they get another round. We are then in a small diner where Vera is slinging some uh, crack. Cocaine. Heron. 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 <laughs> I'm assuming some other drugs. Whatever the fuck people want, I guess. Yeah. It was a pretty shady-ass business he's running back there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's using small children as drug runners. I was like, God damn. Like, Yo, and the these fuck? kids were not phased. Yo, not phased at all. Just picking up the chickens. We then see this man. Hello, yo, think about that. Like, You get a meal and your drugs. <laughs> <laughs> what more can you really ask with for? the meal? <laughs> <laughs> Like, what's better? <laughs> what's a better pay? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we, but uh, we then see a man who was uh, trailing Elliot earlier. And he's having a business talk with Vera. You know, What's so important about this motherfucker anyways, man? Vera wants to use Elliot as the architect to build his kingdom. He doesn't want to do it by force. I was like, yo. Right here he says... A visionary like that don't work like that. Don't work like that. You don't. I want him to be my partner. I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. I was like, Vera, I fuck with your philosophy here. Yeah, here. Yeah, here. <laughs> Nowhere else. <laughs> here. Here, I like what you're doing. Yeah. Otherwise, you're a, you're evil. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, when the dude says that Elliot's very aloof and he just moves by himself for the most part, Vera tells him to be more specific. You gotta give me details. <laughs> details. You gotta give me details. The devil's in that shit. <laughs> the devil's like, in that shit. I was like, yo. <laughs> I was like, you suck, but this is hard. I mean, I, I guess you know what you're doing. You've been doing it long enough. I was like, yo, this sucks, but go off, though. Go off, though. 
and uh, he says he saw him. Wa- he said he saw him talking to some lady, the therapist. Was she crying? Was her nipples hard? Was a vein popping out her forehead? <laughs> man, make the connection. <laughs> yeah, I know. He's like, man, make. I love that he said that. Man, make the connection. Like, he's like, he's like, bro, put the shit together. <laughs> You've been following me. Yeah. <laughs> he then asks if they took any pictures, and he's like, of course I did, bro. I'm not an idiot. When he gets the pictures, he gets a little kid to give him an analysis of the photo. He says, he feels bad because she's yelling, like when my mama yells at me. He shoots the guy (laughs) and yells, why can this kid see it, but you can't? And the kid was just like, damn. Yeah. (laughs) He was like, all right. All right, yeah. Shit, shit happens. She heard him, stabbing the heart type shit, he said. Now Vera is after her, and he shoots his old dude in the face again. Be like that. We cut back to the drink between uh, Olivia and Elliot. She asks what he's doing there on Christmas Eve. He says he didn't have anywhere else to go. Sister and him got into a fight. Mom died yesterday. You know, you the know, usual. The use. And uh, when she says sorry, he's like, uh, for what? Because he forgot that sometimes people are close with their moms. And uh, she admits she had the same deal with her dad after her mom died a long time ago. You know, she, she put him through some shit. Yeah. We don't have to get into that, she says. He goes, okay. <laughs> we get a couple seconds of silent Elliot blurts out I'm addicted to morphine yeah, I was just like, <laughs> he closes his eyes the... and his immediate reaction after he said it he goes, he goes fuck yeah. <laughs> he said it he goes god damn it yeah. and I was just like this is perfect and <laughs> she, she jokes saying well you, do you have any on you, you? <laughs> and she has a Elliot good laugh he's like bag. Jesus Christ <laughs> he says I've been clean for nine months well, not if you count the heroin I did two days ago. <laughs> I was like, "Oh my god!" She laughs. Elliot. <laughs> she laughs. She goes. She goes. Well, did it? Did someone hold you down and force you to do it? He like looks at her and he goes, "Yeah, yeah." <laughs> That's actually exactly what happened. She says, "Are you crazy or something?" And he goes, "I guess so." Well, <laughs> he said, he's yeah, like, he's... "I guess so." <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> And then the it, news, it was, yeah. I, I thought that was funny though when he goes when she goes like are you crazy and like I feel like that was her actually being like you know a normal person to me like, like yeah that, ge- she that was, was genuinely yeah, curious like, that she was, was like funny. are you crazy and, but then she was like wait are you crazy and he's just like oh I, I mean so. actually yeah I probably I mean, am I that hope too so. <laughs> and the music playing in the background just made me want to like like they're they're gonna fall in love like right, <laughs> I was like, right. I, was like I, I want them I'll, yeah. But, like, I don't want them because she's, like, connected the Dark Army. But she some, seems so nice. She, and I don't think she's, I don't think she necessarily yeah. knows she's connected to the Dark Army. Yeah, exactly. Unless she does. Unless this whole thing's, like, she's a fucking Dark Army deep cover. But she's so nice. I know. I like her. <laughs> I like her a lot. And he says, uh, I'm not like most people. And she goes, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm starting to pick up on that. <laughs> And then uh, Evan shows up, and she acts like she doesn't know this motherfucker. <laughs> I was like, yo. She kind of gives Elliot a hint that she wants him to leave with her. But then she takes off on her own because she's like, okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> then uh, Elliot watches her walk away, and Mr. Robot walks up, and he goes, well, you did better than I thought you would. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, before he could even finish the sentence, Elliot got up and ran after her. Yeah. And then they just, like, fucking kissed. I was, I was, I was, just, okay, that, I was kind of like, okay, like, yeah, come I was on like, now. All right, like, <laughs> I was like, she don't seem like she, and like, obviously she has baggage. Yeah. And like, I get that. She's clearly got some, uh, some stuff going on. Clearly. But like, 
I don't know. She seems logical enough. I mean, <laughs> to yeah. be like, maybe this isn't a great idea. Yeah, yeah. I I just feel like you know after like that short of a time, you can't just swoop in and be like. So you you trying to make out? Like, you know, some. It's a risky move. It's a, risky it's, it's a really risky move. <laughs> <laughs> on Elliot's part, because all that conversation did yeah. was got her to, are you crazy? Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I, I don't know if you got the lead up, but I mean, you know. But you did it. You did it. And it worked. And it worked. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, they kiss and they uh, head back to her place to uh, engage in sexual activity. I would assume that is what it looked like it was headed towards. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think it was a logical conclusion. We next get a shot of Elliot trying to sneak out, steal the key fob. He goes to the bathroom. And, and he's like, uh, also at this point, like, to our knowledge, they've said no more words past, are you crazy? <laughs> yeah, like, all they've done is just fucked. Yeah. <laughs> and, they're like, like, and she could very well, he could still very well be crazy. Yeah. And I mean, next, well, he pretty much verified that he is. Yeah. But, like, it's, a, it's not a bad crazy. No, no. I, 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 I really... It, that was just a Mr. Robot interaction. You can't really read it in the real world. It's exactly. just meant to that's, belong in Mr. Robot world. That's true. That, yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, he, so he goes to the bathroom, and he's ready to send the RSA code to Darlene, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, Philip texts him and says that the meat's been set for Christmas Day. Olivia wakes up, walks to the bathroom, when Elliot panics, like... I was like, Jesus Christ, Elliot, come yeah. on, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, this was bad. He knocks all the shit over. I was just like, that was unnecessary. Come yeah, on. Yeah, he was like, <laughs> he was like, fuck. <laughs> I was wondering why he sat down to do that. And I was like, like, this is just like, I feel like if somebody were to come, you're putting yourself in a bad position. He's just sitting, he's sitting on the ground in front of the toilet. <laughs> like, like, hi. <laughs> <laughs> someone, someone walks in. <laughs> hi. <laughs> hey. What, what are you doing? Hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> he's just—he's just like I don't know, man. Honestly, though, I—I I, I feel like I have memories of like. He's like I don't know. I found your oxy. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I have memories of things happening where I'm just like, what the, what, like, what are you doing? And they're just like chilling. <laughs> I'm just like, okay. Uh, I mean, obviously, it doesn't look that okay. You know, I'm just gonna go. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, he knocks the shit over, Olivia comes in, and he rediscovers the Oxycontin, which she says, it's not what you think. It's not what you think. I was like, bitches drugs. (laughs) Bitches drugs. (laughs) She then goes on to confess that it was uh, exactly what he thought, but then later reveals that it wasn't exactly what he thought. This was some shit. She she says, "We uh, we find out that her mom was murdered. Which, that's really sad. And Elliot was as attentive as ever. Oh here. yeah, he was in. He was engaged. He was like, I want to listen to you. Yeah, this dude is in boyfriend mode. Sort of he thought. was. She opens up about her drug use and how for a while it was the escape she needed. She opens the pill bottle and inside is a razor. A little reminder: if I hate myself enough to start using again, I might as well kill myself. I was like. Jesus. Again, That's very sad. Was sad. Very sad. Sad as hell. And then uh, she goes, so there it is. The moment I tell you I'm crazy too. And I was like, aw. I was like, yo, this cute how did they fuck. just build up this like iconic this... as love story in one episode? Like, and, yeah, like I feel like they could end up together and I'd be okay with it. <laughs> like right now. <laughs> yo, that's one thing that I love so much about Mr. Robot is like Episode to episode feels so much like its own 
sampling of a movie or something. It really does. Like, it, like the stories sto- are told in such different ways. Like, I don't think we ever talked about on, uh, on a, like, or I don't think I've ever even talked to you about in our, uh, these episodes. Uh, you remember the, uh, I think they were back-to-back, the one where he took the kid. I think he mentioned this in this episode. Yes, he when does. He, he goes he, on to mention that. When he, the, talk, when he talked about the... Taking uh, the kid to the Martian. Yeah, taking the kid to the Martian. That episode and the episode before it, which was like the sitcom-ass one. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? <laughs> Yo, I, I fucking loved those I episodes. I know, me too. Our, Dude, that one where he spent the whole day with the kid... I bawled. Yeah. I fucking cried. I sw- and they shot that shit it's like different. Like, oh, it was it was a mo- it was cinematic. It yeah. was much more it was widescreen like uh-huh. a movie would be. Yeah. And it was perfect. I was like, what the hell? And I our the the sitcom one, I was so confused at first. I was like, what in the hell is going on? Well, partially because you got into it so quick that you f- like immediately forgot how the last episode ended. Exactly. Yeah. Like he got fucked up. Yeah. So it should have made sense immediately that that was just like something that was happening in a dream. Right. Right. But like they got into it so quick and so interestingly that and you were it, completely engaged in a brand new story. They didn't pull it out. It just kept happening, and I was like, and it was absurd. It was just like the randomest shit kept happening. Every time Darlene like, would open her mouth, her mom would smack the shit out yeah, of her. Yeah. I was like, what the hell? I was like, okay. <laughs> I was like, damn, ma. Damn, you ma. crazy. You crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. no, those episodes are like wild, and I like. I don't know if this one was like as I like different as those, but like I feel it, this one feels already like it's. It told it told so many different stories so concisely, but so fully. Like right. I can't, I can't fully grasp anything else in television that's ever done that. Yeah. No, me either. So uh, Elliot goes, I get it. I know what it's like. What, she says, hating yourself. He grabs the pill bottle and says, I tried once. She asks what stopped him. And he goes, I promised a kid I'd take him to see the Martian. <laughs> and I, I, I thought for a second, I was like, what? And then I was like, that is what he did. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. That's exactly what happened. <laughs> and then and she was like, of course it was. <laughs> like, of course, what else would it be? <laughs> and that scene just melted my heart. Like they like leaned into each other and they started yeah. hugging and I was like I was like they these two are so self loathing <laughs> they found a solace they found in each a other's solace. love somehow they felt the other could love them enough for the each of them yeah I was like what this is like perfect it was perfect and I just hated knowing that this whole key fob thing was gonna continue to be a fucking problem yeah I was like well she's gonna realize her key fob's gone you're gonna be the guy who no with well her. I, I just kind of oh yeah yeah no during the scene I did but I, I think they like kind of tied that up yeah just by kind of not mentioning it and like That's being true. like he got out I was like because I was like what's he, is she, did she notice already or what and then I was like uh they just kind of ended it after that so I was like maybe he like I don't know if they had it happy breakfast together or some yeah, shit. Yeah, something, some it, shit he like sli- that. He slid it back in there. I don't <laughs> know. <laughs> but then, uh, next scene is, uh, Robot addresses us as Elliot and him wait to board the subway. Who knew Olivia would be the one to get Elliot to let his guard down? Now he's gotten the message. Letting people in doesn't have to hurt. And I was like, what do you mean by that? Like, I immediately heard that and he said, now he's gotten the message? Yeah. Like, was that you trying... Did you have something to do with this? Like, or was that just, like, a message in general that he should have already understood? I don't know. I I think it was ultimately a message that is good for Elliot. Oh, I agree. Just in general. So I don't mean, I didn't really think about that too much. I'm not sure. 
They just said letting people in doesn't have to hurt. So yeah. I was like, it's probably just that. Yeah. And uh, as they walk home, Elliot realizes they're being followed and says that the plan is to act like they have no plan, which seems solid. Yeah. I mean, that, that'd probably be the smartest thing to do there. Yeah. They enter the apartment building as Robot addresses us again. He talks about the Russian roulette again. They discover that Elliot's door has been kicked in. Are we getting that friendly kick? Or is this the end of the game? Robot says. And I was like, dude, Yo. this shit's so good. Yo. Hair raising on my arms. I'm just like goosies. <laughs> and they open the door to find Tyrell, who says, they've finally done it. They've made me CEO. We can take them down, finally. I'm like, Jesus, dude, shut the fuck up. Yeah, I know. And Elliot rushes to get him to shut the fuck up because they are listening, motherfucker. The cameras zoom out outside where we see a van. And in that van, someone on a computer. I was like, God damn it. I was like, damn. Fuck. Yeah. And then I, and then I watched it. all the credits, just in case. I'm not fucking up again. <laughs> That's fair. That's Yo, I fair. can't believe how quickly I had to have exited that the first time. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because it, it was immediate. Uh -huh. It was like a five-second pause, yeah. and then the thing came on. Because I, I, I was even thinking, I was like, damn, good thing I didn't turn it off by now. But I was like, I mean, it was pretty quick. Yeah. I, I couldn't, they knew that. Like, they know they never show post credit scenes. So they They're going to have to do it quick. I didn't stick around long enough. <laughs> but yeah, this was another really good episode. I mean, it's it uh, like, you know, given the context, that would have been one where if of any of them I would have been like, "What the fuck?" Oh, for sure. <laughs> and just clicked out, been like That was I'm that's done. exactly I'm, what I did. I went I went, "Oh, fuck." And yeah. I just I hit I hit back and I yeah. was like, "I'm done. I'm, I'm done, done with this I'm shit." Done. <laughs> but uh this was another really good episode. And I like how this one Somehow was a setup episode yeah. and a action-packed episode all at the same that's, time that's because it it really presented a whole new story and tied those stories off pretty right. well. Exactly, and it was kind of it felt like even though we ended up like where we did, like that whole like Zhang thing was very important in telling like something that they could have devoted an entire episode to. For sure, hashing out. It feels like they did, though. But, like, I don't know. This one's just, like, I, I, I think I remember this episode. What's crazy is the Zhi Zhang scene was only, like, 10 to 15 minutes. Oh, yeah. And they it did for, it like, so forever. effectively that I felt like that should have been the episode. Yeah, right. That That's that's just... And it's still... and we've, we've learned so much here, and I still have no idea where the fuck it's going. I don't either. And I love that. I love it, too. Because like, I can theorize all I want. I don't even know what to theorize at this point. Yeah. it's Because it, it just goes so many different ways. Like they, It's very unpredictable, this this show. And I feel like maybe upon further watches, it might be a little more. But like I, so, someone asked me what, what TV show, if I could just watch. Like in class, one of my professors does this thing where they ask a random question anyways. Um, they like were like, "What what would you watch? What TV show would you watch if you could only watch one TV show?" And I was like, "I think huh. it'd be Mr. Robot," because it's so dense. I feel like I could watch it multiple times and always, always get something out. Yeah, of it. and always be like, "Oh shit, I forgot this episode. Oh shit, I forgot like this happened." There like, is so, so much, much that, that happens. happens, and it's like it's like forty something episodes. Yeah, it's, it's that's crazy. not a long TV it's show. It's not. And it's shot in such interesting ways that I feel like that would at least always make it entertaining for me. Oh, absolutely. Because I just love it. It's shot beautifully. It's perfect. But yeah, that was that was episode 
three. Great episode. This has been the Penny Bloom Podcast, Mr. Robot Edition. We ask that you would subscribe, rate, and review if you enjoyed this. Yeah. If you didn't, you probably aren't listening anymore. So fuck you. <laughs> but not really fuck you. We appreciate your listening. Please listen again. <laughs> Even if you hated it. Even if you hated give it. Give us another try. Yeah, give us another try. Maybe we just missed today. We didn't miss today. I know this shit was good. <laughs> okay? I can be on my cocky shit for this. That was a good conversation. But, uh, yeah. You know, Colton Robertson, Tavares Pennington. There you go. Goodbye, friend. <laughs>